up, Cool Save Chicks? It's your girl, Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl, girl Secrets. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> hey, up? y'all. What's up? Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Okay, guys. So, I guess what? I am going to be. <laughs> Did you just curse yourself out with your breath? <laughs> no, if I curse, you would have known. <laughs> Because the Bible say out of your belly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Flow rivers of the cut. <laughs> <That's so laughs> I guess, I guess she's the one the most, book of curse. most likely to curse. Exactly. <laughs> she trying to flip it on me. <laughs> See, that's that. why y'all be knowing. You need to know the word for yourself. Because right? people be finessing. <laughs> Okay, that's what this that's what this podcast episode is about. It is about y'all should see Shardae's head like the finesse. Okay, don't get finessed. Okay, mm-hmm. so today we're gonna be talking about our topic is I said no. No, I it's a no with exclamation point. I said no. Yes. But mine was like I said no. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> nah. Um. So this goes back to when I was in college and undergrad and for me your girl had an apartment okay. I was All blessed right. I was blessed, blessed my parents my parents you know they they spoiled me most they of looked my, out they did I, I never stayed in the dorm not spoiled you're overly loved overly loved yeah I never stayed in the dorm at all in college I don't even know how that experience is so from when I started college I was always in an apartment and during that time, I had a little thing thing. Um, I had a little thing. I had a bag. Okay. I had a bag. I had a bag. And my parents, my parents don't, dang, my parents don't really ever like none of my, my bays. They be knowing. Because <laughs> they ain't with them, so yeah. they be knowing. Yeah, but they, they, they didn't like this one either. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when, actually, this was after the time that I, Gave my life to Christ. <laughs> I need y'all to see the red line for the hand in She really did. She gave this like real. No, I thought her right hand My Kiara shared some free. Yeah, and I I was literally like at that time I was like on fire for God. Um, you was like putting tracks on people's car on fire. Nah, I ain't never been that hot. Okay. <laughs> what kind of track? What? No, those little tracks used to scare me, especially the ones that had the illustrations. <laughs> what tracks? Okay, so a track is we like... We're getting off topic, y'all. I'm no, sorry. Not. We got to no, explain it. Okay, so tracks... A lot of Jehovah's Witness people use tracks, but it's basically like a little booklet. Sometimes it's like one of the Testaments, so it could be like the Old Testament or the New Testament, or it's like a booklet with just like one chapter of the Bible, uh-huh. and you like you pass it out to people. Right. I didn't know that it was called tracks. They call them tracks yeah. to okay. help get people saved. Yeah. But the ones I saw, they used to have little illustrations of like people living their normal lives and then all of a sudden they inhaled bondage. Wow. wow. <laughs> that, you know, I'm a bit of an artist so when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is drawn really, yep. really well. <laughs> man i do not want to go there it used to scare me too <laughs> but um during this time I, I still had a connection with my ex and, and i'm I, actually all my exes i have pretty like a good, pretty good decent, yeah, yeah, a decent yeah, yeah, connection yeah. with but this was the ex that i was like madly in love with like Ooh. i think I sh- i've shared this with my with you denise i think i've shared this with you but i, I could literally I, see yourself marrying him see myself yes marrying i know him, who you're talking about now bearing his kids like i was ready yeah you know, preparing myself but um and even i was actually in that position i was 
mentally thinking that, okay, I'm breaking up with you because I know I'm off to college and you're going to do your own thing. And then maybe one day our lives will come back together. That honestly, that was like what was in my mind because I was still madly in love with this. That if I let you go, it's going to come back. Right. If I let you go, we're going to truly come back. And honest, truth be told, we it, it could have happened, but it just at that time I realized like we've gone to the end of our rope you know and so as we go to the end of the road my can't let go scratch that scratch that actually I could let go so that's what I did she just normally wanted to sing so I thought I'd just start that one right exactly I had to let go but I do remember a time I was in college and he randomly called me on my birthday. They get you on that birthday. Girl, I don't know why. In them holidays. Listen, <laughs> every ex is like it's in a calendar. Right. Every birthday, every holiday. Right, every yeah, holiday. I'm going to hit her up. Exactly. But he hit me up on that birthday. I'm going to change my and number one year. I ain't going to do that. I love my number now. I, I know gotta, I love my number two. Right, I got to that now. Time. Time. I ain't going to change my number. But um, he called me on my birthday and on that particular day, being in architecture school is like one of the I feel like it's one of the toughest things because you can literally start class at eight o'clock and you won't go home until two o'clock in the morning the following day. It is literally it could literally what are y'all be, doing? We're in the lab. We're constantly building models. We're like it's, it's just research nonstop because you're trying to be innovative. You're trying to be creative. That's just a whole nother thing. But um, on that particular day, on my birthday, I had to stay at. All right, we call it, I say lab because that's the only way people can understand, but we call it studio. So I literally had to stay at the studio late that night. So he called me. I was already kind of like flustered with working on whatever project I was working on at the time. And I just remember us talking for hours mm-hmm. upon hours. Mm-hmm. And that was just literally, <laughs> but that's just, that was literally like our conversation. We would literally talk for hours upon hours. And um, I remember in a part of the conversation, he was like, hey, I mean, I'm in Florida, you know, I'm in Jacksonville and, you know, you in Gainesville. I should just, you know, would you be down if I just take a, a trip to come see you? Was he always in Florida or had he just? Actually, he was from Brooklyn. <laughs> a little edged. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, the way you like to lit up, right? BK, know how to flip that money three ways. <laughs> he was though. He had a he had that Brooklyn swag. You know, had that little Brooklyn accent. Yo, she yo, is yo. so excited but right no, now. Um, no, but I mean, I, back then I was very excited because I'm from good old Florida, 904. You know. But anyway, um, he was like, "Hey, you know, damn, I'm telling a lot of my business. Keep going, keep business. going. It's okay. I'm being truth, transparent, and transformative." <laughs> <laughs> that little head scratch though. <laughs> right. But um I remember him calling me and he was like, Yeah, you know, would you be down if I took a trip to come see you? And there was a part of me that was just a part of me saying, Leave me alone. Oh, I heard that little one. Not on gospel. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> in the end I had to say no. And then he was like, Are you sure? And then I was just like, I said no. Like, no, I, I can't do that. And for me, it was a thing of, it was two things. Number one, I knew that I would possibly get myself in some big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I was gotta just be like, honest. I gotta Come be honest. on, transparency. Oh, I was just like, I can't. 
I was like, I can't, I can't allow for myself to put myself in that position where I'm now having to reinvestigate these feelings, feelings that I told myself that Ooh. I no longer need to deal with. Yes. Um, and then that I'm, I'm not gonna lie, that was the first thing that came. And then secondly, it was the spiritual. It was like, Lauren, you, you really just dedicated your life to Christ. <laughs> Let's not really mess this up because you're kind of on a good path right now. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're doing what you need to do to make sure you're in good standing. So. My question to you, ladies, mm-hmm. is have you ever been in a situation? And you ain't got to tell your situation because I just told all of my business. Is that um, have you ever been in a situation where you had to like reemphasize the fact <clears throat> that I said no? And it's, it's not even about telling the person I said no, because I uh-huh. think for me, I had to literally tell myself twice I said no. Because, you know, I started this episode, I said, I said, no, that was kind of like the first one. And then the second was like, no, I said, no. Go on, Denise. I'm going to say I had a similar situation where I wish I would have said no. Mm. I did not. I didn't say no. I felt I was all (laughs) I was all in my flesh and I absolutely same situation. I did not say no. Mm. And it did exactly what you just said. When you say exact, you mean like he was in town and was like, let me come through. And you you can come over. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) No already. Come over. No, seriously, to I um, stop by. See, that's what happened. Yeah. That drive by, that drive by, and I, I, to your point, when you were saying like it reopens all this other stuff, and yeah. it take, you know, I was on, I think I was celibate for a few years before that even happened, and then you know I got there, fell short. We had sex. That's just what that is. Yeah. And whenever we did have sex, of course, all these other emotional things that I thought I had gotten over, mm-hmm. you know, it just opened up an entire whole book of mess that I now had to re-dig through right. and re and I probably really didn't have to. I probably could have really just went before God and be like, look, this is what it is, but I didn't. So I ended up prolonging a process, condemning myself. It really mm-hmm. became a whole big thing, you know, and that's mm-hmm. when I was just learning grace and stuff you know maybe i didn't just learn it i learned it but i was still operating in law i was like lukewarm they were back and forth Mm because i really when you get a understanding of grace i didn't immediately just jump right in because my whole life i've been under law so it was in that time where i was truly trying to figure out what grace meant all that good stuff but i wish i would have said no Mm. I wish I was, you know, steadfast and strong and was like, you know, no, I said what I said. Because initially it was like, nah, nope, that's not a good idea. But it's just like you said, you're on the phone for hours, you're rekindling, you haven't talked right. to the person forever. All these old memories come up, you right. know, especially if you're not seeing anyone or you're not dating. Yes. You then start to compare like, oh, this was such a good time. Like we could talk for hours. I could talk to you about anything, you right. know, literally like one of my best friends or whatever the case may be. And I did not say no. And it, it was like a... I remember talking to my friends about it too when I was going through it. It was like a, a ripple effect because it, it continued to happen. It happened mm. probably for like, when I say it opened the door, I had to dig out of it. Like, it wasn't like I saw him one time. It was like I saw you like clockwork once a month for like six months. Mm. That's half of a whole year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Then it happened. You got literally got to start all over again. Right. Literally mm. start all over again. I'm talking, this was one of the times I was serving in ministry. 
this is what part of my whole shutdown thing too was mm. like, oh, I can't come around now. Like I'm out here just right. having a way home, doing anything. Right. Exactly. Like right. I cannot come before these people. Like right. oh no. So that was kind of like my escape go to, or where the condemnation really played into, because it was like, oh man, I'm around people that's really doing this for real. That encouraged me for real. That I know I shouldn't be doing. But I literally, I just wish I would have said no. Mm. So no, I haven't. Yeah. I mean, I have to where I said no, and it's like I said what I said. But I just wanted to be vulnerable and express that I have also been that person where I did not say no and it really just took me a while to get myself together right and even you know get back on you know just the journey mm. okay well all right um so my no is not dealing with a man okay um but I think last year for me was like the year of no which was good because I've usually been a very like Yes, like whatever you need, whatever, however I can help, however I can be there for you, blah, 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 blah. That was me a lot when it comes to friends, family, etc. And so I think for me, I said no was in a space of devoting my time and attention and my energy to the things that I was called to. Mm-hmm. And I have, I mean, all of you guys know that that I do events and marketing and things like that, not just in a professional space, but definitely for my friends and people that, you know, I love. And, you know, I've gotten to a space where there are times when people will hit me up and be like, hey, can you help with this? Can you help with that? And as much as my heart wants to say yes, I've had to learn to say no, mm-hmm. because if I help you do what it is that you're asking me to help you do in this moment, in this season, then I'm taking time. I am robbing myself of time mm-hmm. that I need to do something that I'm supposed to do. And I remember on a previous podcast, Locked and Loaded, yeah. when we were talking about literally like being locked and loaded means that you have your bullets in your clip. There's one in the chamber like you ready to go and not being able to say no means that you shot all of your bullets and you don't have the ones that you need for yourself Mm -hmm. to be ready for what it is that you're supposed to be targeting and what you're supposed to be doing. And so for me, um, I used to have a really tough time saying no. And now I think I've gotten to the point where no is my first answer. And then Mm -hmm. I go to God about if I should go back and say yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I, I feel like I wasted a lot of time putting time into things that were not mine to put time into and the enemy can't destroy you but he will distract you right and he will distract you with causing you to say yes to things that are not yours to say yes to so that's good for me it was it was that it was saying yes to people to use my gift in spaces that they weren't intended for during that time Mm -hmm. what i just got from what you just said too which i thought was so dope is whenever you said rob yourself and in at the same time and you're robbing yourself and you know taking time away from what you should be doing you're still you know not really helping that person you may help them in the moment but it's still enabling them because who's to say that god isn't really causing them to either figure it out on their on their own or either come to him first when you know you're that person and you always say yes 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 you would essentially at times become an idol or become the person that they depend on instead yeah, of going to God first. God, yeah. You know, so and I've done that. And and I've realized that sometimes by not saying no, I put myself in the way I'll be transparent and I hope this person doesn't mind. Um so I had a really, really good friend that when I first moved down to Atlanta we were living together. And we were sharing responsibilities and all of those things and there came a time for us to move. And when it was time for us to move, God was like, no, 
He was like, no, you don't need to move with this person. You need to be by yourself. They need to move on and be by themselves. Like the answer is no. And I kept trying to force it. I kept trying to say, well, I don't want to be by myself. I don't want to be on my own. I don't. I'm, I'm afraid. I'm in Atlanta. I don't know anybody. You know, this, this is a person whose family. Why? Why are you telling me to say no? And. You know, it ended up things worked out where God pushed me to even though I had said yes, it became a no because God was so intentional about this is not what I want you to do. Right. And so we ended up, you know, being apart. And in that season of being apart, it was it was painful for me and it was painful for that person because they felt like, dang, I can't believe that you basically let me down. Mm-hmm. And. It caused us to separate for years, Mm. literally for years. And when we came back around and we finally reconciled, one of the things that that person said to me was, I didn't understand then, but I understand now why we couldn't move forward the way that we were moving, Mm. because I was looking for you to support me in a way that God had to support me. Wow. And with you, I could not see God the way that I needed to see him showing up for me because you kept showing up for me. Wow. And so I was mad that you didn't show up for me, but it it put me in a space. This is that person talking to me. It put them in a space where they got to see God show up for them. And that was important for that season of their life. So when you say you rob not only yourself, but you rob that other person right. or that other person, place you know whether it's saying no to a job whether it's saying no to like y'all said you know a relationship or somebody trying to slide through like you know your no is just as important yeah as your yes yes and you have to be you have to be okay with saying no and then like you know when with Sade in that particular situation even though they felt some type of way is like I'm proud of Sade was like well I guess you know right you you have to be all right with me saying no and you know unfortunately there was a separation at one point but that person you know God dealt with them and I feel like we have to because sometimes I have got caught I have got caught up saying yes Yes. just being concerned about what the other person would think Mm. you know because it's like oh I don't want to let them down I don't want to disappoint them. I don't want to, you know, it, it, you you could even do that with your parents, you know. But you even with your parents, even with family, you know, learn how to say no. And um, I know me me now, especially as I guess in the space that I'm in, I'm like, listen, my time is very valuable. Yep. Extremely valuable. I'm not saying it's more valuable than anybody else's, but I have to manage my time a certain way in order for me to get all the things that I need to get done. So if it requires me saying no, then the other person or whoever has to be okay with that. And I have to, I've learned to just walk away like, okay, I said no. I really don't care what you think. Right. <laughs> like, not even I think that's me. the hardest part for me is the, I don't care what you think because you do I care. do care. Yeah. Especially but, if I care about you. Yeah, yeah, but you, I think it's the, because I care but I have to put myself in the mindset of not caring. Yeah. Because then if I think too much into it, then I, I've caught myself trying to figure out, okay, well, if I just adjust this and I move this, then maybe. And then every time I've done that, it's messed me up. Yeah. Like your yes can't be above God's no. Like yeah. it is it literally cool. messed me that up. That was good. I heard, I'm sorry. Oh, hold on. Even okay. as like even business decisions, 
even like my husband, he has a business and we've said yes to certain things like certain clients or whatnot. And it would literally be, be hell. It would be hell on earth that when we know it was a no, we knew it was a no, but we was like, you know, I don't want to disappoint them and you know, such and such and blah, blah, blah. And literally it would be horrible. It would be like the worst client ever or whatever. And so that's that after having those repeated moments, then it was like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Mm. You know, so when God tell me to say no, right, just be obedient. And then, you know what? It'll work out in the long run. That person will understand. And, you know, sometimes we'll feel like, oh, I don't know how, when I come around that person, how they'll feel. And they ain't even thinking about it when we do come around them. Right. So it's really our brain playing tricks with us. So that's why now I'm like, you know what? I said no, and that's it. And we're going to be good. It's so funny you say that um, because it makes me think of this quote by Carrie Washington. Mm -hmm. She says that God has three answers for you. One is yes. Two is yes, but not right now. And then three is no, I have something better for you. I like that. Yeah, I was like, and I like as you were talking, I was just like, that's exactly what it is. It was like, I don't think that God would ever tell us no without it being the fact that He has something greater exactly. and better, yeah. like in store. Even for His you. no's are yeses. Yeah, right. You know, because you still win. He's yeah. saying, I'm saying no to this, but there's a, there's a better yes somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing that caused me to learn to say no was my health. Mm. I think that. um it became really important for me to monitor my time, my rest, you know, anxiety around getting things done. And, you know, throughout the past couple of years, I've looked back and I can pinpoint times where I've been exhausted to the point where I've ended up in the hospital. or I've been exhausted to the point where it brought on ailments, you know what I mean, that didn't need to come on. Because I drove myself to do so many things for so many people that I was not called to. And I think in this season of my life, I'm so happy because I've learned to say no. And it makes me more available for the yeses that I am graced for. And in that graced space, I am resting in God. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you don't say no to things that you're not supposed to be doing and you say yes to them anyway, there is... An effort that has to be exerted by you. Yeah. That is not resting or in some spaces even graced because it's not in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing. One of the things that I learned a long time ago, um, and I it's funny, it's on Cool Save Chicks TV. It's a, a, a what are those things called? Vlogs. It's a mm-hmm. vlog from like years ago. And I did a vlog talking about a refrigerator and I talked about how like when I would go to my mama's house from college how she would be like um you need to stop eating out at everybody else's house I can only you know speak to what's in my refrigerator and I know that what's in my refrigerator is good for you it ain't gonna make you sick but you out here eating at everybody else's house and then you come in here getting sick and it was like a light bulb went off in my head when God was like everything that's in the will of God for your life is good for you. Every yeah. every good and perfect thing comes from me for you. Mm. Now, when you go out here and you're messing around with things mm. that 
don't good. have my yes on it, yeah. mm-hmm. it's not out of my refrigerator. So I can't vouch for that. Mm-hmm. I can't vouch for the yeses that you're giving to the things that I told you to say no to. And so when you come back to me and you're broken and you're tired and you're exhausted, I'm going to build you up because mm-hmm. you're my child. I'm not going to leave you like that. Right. But I'm telling you, before you go out here and say yes to it, it don't have the what my stuff has on it. Mm-hmm. It is not in the will of God for your life for this season and for you to go and still apprehend it anyway I'm, I'm letting you know up front is there are going to be some things that are not advantageous and I had to learn that the hard way mm. you know what I mean but God is so good that even when you say yes to things that you should have said no to he'll still bless you through that and and heal you you know afterwards so mm. That makes me think of um, Adam and Eve, like how God told them not to eat, you know, mm-hmm. the, the fruit. It Well, does it say a fruit? I, I, I get caught up on that. Does it say? I don't know, but they weren't supposed to eat something. They weren't. Yeah. yeah. Even if it was I think a lot grass. of people associate it as grass. an apple, but the Bible does not say it's an apple. It could have been a pomegranate. Yeah. But um, anyway, I, I, I brought that up because the whole purpose of the Lord telling them not to do that is so that they wouldn't be knowledgeable of like that they were naked or that and then sin wouldn't have even been present here in this world you know right. had they made that or had Adam made that one because Eve ate it and nothing happened but when Adam bit it that's when How you know, something was going you know what never mind what what you about to say I was going to say it was still wrong for her to it do it it still was yeah but he sealed the deal right his disobedience it was his deal. not her mm-hmm. his but anyway they was disobedient together <laughs> they were they were, but it makes me think of it makes me think of that story because I feel like to your point, a lot of times I think the Lord is hiding things from us. You know, he's he's it's, it's a form of protection. Like my mom tells me this all the time. She's like, I didn't tell you that when you were younger because I was hiding it from you. You know, yeah. Yeah. she's I like, like I was protecting you from it. I've heard a statement where it says, um, "God doesn't hide stuff from you; He hides it for you." Mm. And I and I think that, that that's a good statement too. That God is like, I'm not keeping anything from, from you. you. Right. I'm keeping it for you. There's extra scripture too that says that you can ask him to reveal those things to you. Mm-hmm. you know? yeah. It's Jeremiah thirty three and three. Yeah, and I and I mean, even with, with Adam and Eve and that'll be your word for today. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't look for another one. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm right, Lauren. Let him know. You need to read your own Bible. Just kidding. Um but even with, with Adam and Eve in the story of the tree, just this idea that God never intended for us to go about knowing things on our own or base our decisions on our emotions and what we know. That he really wanted us to live life based on him right? and his his leadership and his love and his his wisdom. He, he kept trying it. If you read all throughout the Old Testament, the Lord kept trying it. Even though sin was present, the Lord kept trying. It's like, well, maybe if I do this, or maybe if I send this prophet, or maybe this, or maybe that. And it's like, we still never got the clue. It literally had to take Jesus down on the cross for our sins to yeah. make this thing right. Because otherwise, us doing it on our own, it was not happening. And the Lord was getting frustrated and killing people. <laughs> you know, I was like, the Lord was really pissed off. Oh, no. We you were hard-headed and didn't listen. The That's Lord fine. was really in love. Yeah. He was. He was. I, I don't know he if was. I've said this on another podcast or not. Maybe it's just a conversation we've had amongst ourselves. But God revealed to me, he said, um, love without grace produces wrath. And it's like, when you love a person so much but they won't do right by you, it causes you to have this this anger mm-hmm. because it's like, I lo- I've given you, think about, think about us as women. 
Okay, let's be let's keep it a hundred. When you've given Listen. a man <laughs> your just, all, my husband Elva. <laughs> Listen, I might be going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying us as women, and, and we she got often, the pixie too, so ain't nothing to grab. <laughs> what in the world we if you've been in love you can relate to this for sure when you're in love with a man and i mean you head over heels doing i don't know what women be doing nowadays but whatever you cooking you cleaning you if you married you you just invested you're invested that's That's a good good word word. (laughs) you are invested and this person does you wrong? wrong yeah Listen, you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I feel because, it. Because I, there, are, listen, there are no words, but I feel listen. it. Because y'all know me, all right? She fights. I literally was going to say, <laughs> in Charlotte's words, I fight. I fight. I fight. I fight. I fight, all right? And when I get married, I don't know. I've, I've let my man she know. Pray. Like, I okay. Will, I pray. That's a whole commitment. Because if I don't pray, I could burn some stuff down. Okay, I just don't know. How that Lisa Lefta Lopez. <laughs> Anointing. <laughs> right. No, I'm just joking. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to share one thing before you finish. But but I say all that to say that God loved us more than we can even comprehend loving right, a person. Right. And I can understand how a God that literally moved heaven and earth, created it for you, put you there, gave you any and everything that you could ever need. He's leading you. He's guiding you everything. And he's just like, and you won't do right. You won't do right by me. Mm -hmm. You won't love me back. You won't appreciate me. You won't listen to me. You won't respond to what I've given you. I understand why he would be like, all y'all did. (laughs) But all (laughs) y'all. The love was so deep that even after all y'all did it was you know what i'm just gonna take you out the equation because you just don't get it because you don't get it and i mean you just don't get it and he sacrificed his whole son son. Mm. his son because he said the only way to cover what you're doing is with the blood of something that's attached to To me me. so that when i look at you i can't even see what you did right i only see him that's how thick that blood is the blood is so thick that i can't even see that you ain't treating me the way that you're supposed to be treating me and I think that when we talk about marriage and marriage being a covenant and all of those things, that is so dope because if God is not involved, then you're not able to love properly. Mm-hmm. Love without grace produces wrath. Mm-hmm. It is impossible to love a person correctly the way that God loves without giving them grace. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think it kind of goes back to the point, like we said, God was literally invested in the creation yes. of us. Yeah. Like it made me think about the fact that a lot of times I hear people say that God is the supreme architect because a lot of times you think about it, God designed everything, literally everything as it concerns us. And it's and, bomb. And I know for me, I know for me, <laughs> I know for me, uh, when I'm at my job and I'm designing things, I'm invested. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it makes me mad if the if the owner comes back and say, oh, I want to change that. Because I'm like, no, I just I just designed this <laughs> and it was beautiful. And the Lord did the same thing. The Lord, once he finished everything that he designed, what did he say? He's like, it, it is, is good. It is good. It and is I pleasing. Think about it, I think about it all the time. Because like, I know, I know it's almost like when we get ready to go somewhere and we look at ourselves in the mirror and we feel in ourselves, we're like, ooh, it, I look good. Yeah, cool. I look good. <laughs> 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 right, exactly. 
Yes. And I really feel like that's how God felt once he created us. He felt like, yo, what I just did, that is a bomb. And I can't even lie. It yeah, is. it is bomb. Look at me. It's bomb. <laughs> it's a bomb. Look at myself like, God, you did that. <laughs> you did that. All right, Cardi. You know, Look but at me. to have the thing that you, <laughs> to have the thing that you created then turn its back towards you, I can understand God being upset and being like in wrath. Um, Dang, we really have like deviated from I said. It's now. okay because I have one thing to say. It's gonna bring it back. <laughs> but it's we need to deviate. It's needed. It's needed. It is because that's what you're doing when you don't say no. Yeah, yeah, that's true. When you're saying yes to things that God told you to say no to, you're yeah. turning your back that. on God. You're yes. making your yes. You're making. What did you say, Denisa? You're making your yes bigger than his no. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll preach. <laughs> Ayana, if you don't sit, sit up, up in the <laughs> and this mic. My little ad libs in the back. <laughs> Go ahead. What are you gonna say, I was going to say one thing. Whenever Shardae, you mentioned, you know, the analogy when your mom talked about the refrigerator, like God literally showed me something very similar. And I shared it like over a year ago on my Feed Her page. But I was talking with a friend. We were at a restaurant right like um i ordered like steak and broccoli and something else and they brought out my food and it was like some chicken tenders and some fries right I so like this. i'm like okay lord you know okay this this ain't what i ordered you know so you know kindly let the person know okay you know what i ordered steak potatoes broccoli you brought me chicken tenders and fries this is not what i ordered okay bet no problem they're gonna get it taken care of come out a second time it is not what i ordered what where was you at it is not what i ordered what restaurant is this it don't even matter we not going there no it wasn't even in atlanta i was in charlotte so either way it's not what i ordered so it's like oh well we can do this for you and this for you and this for you to compensate for us not getting it done correctly for you what would you like i want what i ordered Mm. so it's like you know in this in the spirit of saying no like say no when because the second time you I communicated to you what I needed. I had already built my faith back up. My taste buds are already at this point because I know it's about to be bomb. You messed up, so I know it's going to be hot. It's going to be cooked correctly. Mm -hmm. It's going to be good. So my faith is here. Every time that you say no and someone challenges you, yes, don't waver your faith. Let Mm -hmm. that be what you expect. Because it's also, period. I said It's just an opportunity either for the enemy to distract you. No, you're not settling for no daggone, no chicken and some fries exactly you want your steak and your potatoes mm-hmm. and your broccoli yeah. Say, stand on what you said stand on what the lord said and let that be what's brought to your table let that be nourishment for your body let that be what is fed because anytime you settle for something else it ain't gonna be nourishing to your spirit and the bible says that he prepares the table before <laughs> that's what the word says. before you don't and even I take, the table. no you listen don't. listen <laughs> before in the presence of my enemies the whole before is so loving to me because one i take that as even before the enemy show up a lot of people say oh they do it in front of no he it was there when you walked in but when you walked in to challenge me when you thought you was doing something you walked in you couldn't even have a seat my mm. table was set period so just saying that you know whenever he says something you know say no and stand on that no i still said a similar story obviously i ain't saying no i should have said no but there have been times where i said no and i stood on that and the you know the fruit from me saying no was you know something that was nourishing not just for myself but for others as they said it allowed me to you know be in a space where i could say yes and when i say yes i was absolutely able to show up 
I think those those uh, moments when even when you didn't say no though those are those are all building in your life. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So it ain't yeah. absolutely. Like, it's been. I know it's a bunch of times I said yes and I'm like okay. Sure enough. Now I'm like nope, nope. I learned my lesson. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> So. I love that analogy, Denise. I remember you saying that. I think you were at Shift when you said that. Um, and yeah, honestly, girl, one. that was like motivation for me that, at that time to break up with my boyfriend. Because I was like, oh, you, you know, told me that. that. Yeah. You I told did. me that. I remember saying, that. I was like, you are not what I ordered. <laughs> <laughs> oh I my God. this, and you're not that. You are not oh. saying the potatoes, <laughs> You are some chicken tenders. <laughs> you are some kids meal. Meal. I want right. the full entree. <laughs> right, you're not what I ordered. You're not fresh. Okay. You're hilarious. I that that brings fresh. me that that brought up something else. What Denisa said, um, just about saying no. And sometimes, oh God, how can I say this without telling all of my business? You sound like what? <laughs> you have two choices: the red pill or the blue. <laughs> Choose wisely. Oh God. Um. <laughs> I can't tell this complete story, so I'm going to try to work around it. But I was in a situation where I was dealing with a person and I began to... What's her name? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Stop it, Lauren. I'm not doing this. Um, I began to say that... Okay, so there was a person that wasn't acting the way that I knew that in my spirit they were supposed to be acting mm-hmm. towards me. And... There was a point in that relationship with the person where I was just like, oh, I'm just going to let it go. You know, whatever. Like, if if that's if that's if that's the worst that could happen, then that's fine. Like, it'll be OK type of a thing. And one day God literally like yoked me up and he was like, no, no, like you're not like that's not OK. Like, it's not OK just to accept something being a certain way when you know that's not what I told you. This mm-hmm. is not how I told you it was supposed to be. Right. And so until it becomes what I said it's supposed to be, you keep saying no. Mm. And so until this person lines up with what the word of God says, the answer is no. No, mm-hmm. I don't receive what you're doing. And I'm not going to act as though it's OK that you're doing what you're doing. And I'm still going to treat you in love, but I don't accept it. And so spiritually, I'm going to actively fight against it. And I'm going to actively speak those things that be not as though they were until it comes to pass. Because when you don't say no to the small things, Mm. they turn into bigger things. And so, I mean, you can liken it to being on your job and you're like, oh, you know, the only bad part about my job is, you know, just the fact that. You know, my benefits aren't X, Y, and Z, or my drive to work is X, Y, and Z. And it's okay to say, no, no, I don't receive that, you know, I'm not going to have this. Or I don't receive that I'm not. The answer is no. And when you begin to say no to those things, or or for me, when health stuff pops up, no, I don't receive that this is the way that this is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. This is not what God said. This is yeah. not what his word says. I don't receive it. The answer is no. If I have a headache, the answer is no. No, this headache does not belong here. Because my God said that I was healed over 2,000 years ago. So the answer is no. Mm-hmm. I don't receive it. So I'm even those types of no's, like getting to the point where it's like, nah, this is not flying. I love the fact that you're saying you're pretty much reminding yourself of his promise. That, yeah. That's what emphasizes yeah. the no. The no is that your promise is there to say the opposite of this no. Yeah. You know? So I'm down for that. Yeah. Amen. 
Um, okay, so we had a scripture already. We did. Denisa a couple. had a scripture, a couple scriptures. Could you remind them of it, Denisa? It was Jeremiah 33 and 3. Jeremiah 33 and 3. Um, so, any women currently winning? I have I one. Say, nope. I do have one. And I think a lot of people Who know her. she? Um, she's from, uh, there's usually a tour called Poets in Autumn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jackie. Jackie Hill Perry. Well, it's not Jackie. Okay. Oh, it's Jeanette. Je- Jeanette. Jeanette. Did I say, is it Jeanette? Genetics. 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 That's it. Genetics. Ooh, dang, I hear my... <laughs> Y'all heard that? The girl oh, didn't hit Oh, my God. It's like the third time she didn't hit her head on the mic, though. Oh, Lord. That is so funny. I hit my head on the mic. Genetics. Yeah, I, I thought of her because I remember her having a poem called I Will Wait For You. Yes, it was oh, viral. I yes. love that. Oh, I love yes. that poem. Hey, genetics. Yes. Yes. She's a fire poet, y'all. Fire, fire, fire. I love that. Yeah. I love that poem. Yes. Check it out. Go to your YouTube. Listen to it. It's called I Will Wait For You. But pretty much what she's she's talking about in like in relationship, but... I love the fact that she had she said in her poem that she literally said no to everything that didn't reflect to what it is that God that she knew God had promised. That's right, man. So I think she's fire. I think you guys need to check her out. She is definitely, I think, our WCW. I like it. I like it. All right. So hashtag. I think Charday gave a good one. I don't know. She said the answer is no. I like that. Oh, oh, go ahead. It can be another one. It did, but then we also said, I said what I said. We can do, I said said what I I said, said too. I said what I I said. said what What I I said. said. Yes. So, hashtag, I said what I said, and then also SGS Podcast. Um, That's all we got, ladies. I'm going to slip this little little thing in here. Um, Feeder actually has a pin that says, I said what I said. Go ahead. So, I'm just saying, y'all should check that out. Y'all should just check that out. Yes. You can just put that on your shirt. If you're having a hard time saying no, say just point I to it. Put just, just point yeah. to it. Especially I said what ooh, I said. especially at your job. Remember that meme I sent y'all? Yes. Per <laughs> my last email. <laughs> I said what I said. And just put, you know, got that pin on your shirt. All right. So that's all we got for today, ladies. That's yep. it. That's it. That's it. And remember to email us at Save Girl Secrets. At savegirlsecrets at gmail.com if you have any secret letters. Definitely with this one. Listen, I know y'all got some times where y'all didn't say no. Okay. Or you said no, the outcome, all of that. Let's talk, ladies. So email us. You can DM us um, at Save Girl Secrets on Instagram. We're on Facebook, Save Girl Secrets. Make sure and check out our website, savegirlsecrets.com, so you can look at all our past. Um, secret letters and all of that it'll minister to your soul yes. so uh yeah that's all we got for today so uh alright ladies love, love, y'all. love y'all love y'all God bless y'all see you next week love and peace bye bye, bye. oh oh you gonna come in late like that you gonna come in late like that no this one what